What's going on, Tucson, Arizona, the whole country of the United States of America and the globe? What it is? This is Bo Phillips here with Bar Talk TV. What's cracking, lacking? Yo, yo, what it up? What up? What up? What up? What up? Everybody, tune in. Oops, let's get it, everybody. Tonight, we got a really special guest. I can't wait to bring him on the show. He's a brother that I've worked with like four years ago that first came out to Tucson, and it was really dope to actually have him come out here. Um, he, he originally came out here in 2016. We'll go ahead and we'll get into the details about that as soon as we bring him on the show. But he's a he's a brother I've been waiting to work with, too. We just worked with him actually at the Kirk Cobain show. Everyone that's been tuning in since we did that show. And then we'll be bringing him on to discuss that, too, because he was actually one of the headliners that went on right before Kirk Co. Yo, So that was that really was cool. Fucking badass show. Yeah, man. 420 Block Party, shout out, shout out. 420 Block Party, Kirkle Bangs, that was amazing. Yeah, shout out to uh, Insider Events, Fats Pennington, George O'Neill, and Alex Rock that was running that event right there, too, and brought in Kirkle Bangs all the way out from H-Town. That was really dope. We got to work that, did some videography for that, and then we also got to meet a lot of different artists. And when we brought them on, I mean... It was cool because all the different artists that we interviewed that night, they're all from so many different places, right? They're right. all they're from like, um, we had two artists from the ATL that came on that we interviewed and went live with that night. There was another artist too from like Sacramento that I got to talk about with too, that he knew some other boys from Sac State that we both knew. It was just a cool night. You get a lot of that here out in Tucson. This is just like a mecca for so much cultural diversity, especially for people that come from different cities that were raised in different cities and then end up residing here later in life. So we got a lot of that and a lot of just people that want to share their experiences in life. And there's nothing better than just getting some all around general consensus of what you experience in life. That's like the best thing that I know how to conduct myself as. <laughs> and who you are. You know, everybody has their own opinion on who someone is because of what they're doing, their moves, their, their you know, body language, their music, this, that, whatnot. But like to hear from a personal perspective of like, you know, this is your goal. This is who you are. This is what I'm shooting for. Like it gives you a whole another persona. And then that's what we're going for, guys. Like we just we want you to see like everyone for who they are. So when when they reach the top, like, you know, they they did it. They did it right. So bar you know, top. Definitely giving people out there a voice to be heard. And once again, just to remind everybody, 10 share 10 groups. We usually start around the five minute mark. So we'll give it a little bit more time before we start to bring on our guests this evening. Hope everybody's being safe out there. Hope everybody's having a good night so far. If you just got off of work and you're getting a sitter, be careful going out too. It's supposed to rain tonight. So hide your kids, hide your wife, and don't hide your raincoats because it's going to be storming Did you up in this any, motherfucker. Did you get any rain? Were you nope. There? There was a lot of rain in Midtown, though. I heard a couple of rain. I sure did. Eastside got got some good rain. It was beautiful, man. Last night, it was uh, like, man, it was was roaring. The wind was going. It was dark in the evening, like gorgeous. And today we got, you know, the same effects. um, And then the rain came down and hit. And man, it was it was beautiful. I was ready for it. That's for sure. Yeah, hopefully it's going to migrate from the east and come out here to the south. God willing, God willing. Because we need, I mean, it's the desert out here. It is dry, y'all. Like, it is a dry-ass desert. We haven't had any rain in a long-ass time. So 
Pray and dance in the rain. If y'all go and club and do a rain dance. I could teach you. I was going from south side to the west side, south side, west side. Then I went all the way up north too and then came back down. I didn't get shit. Yo, I didn't even spit on them. Should have came to my house. That's what you should have done. I was up in the foothills yesterday and then I was up in like the north side too in Oro Valley and yeah, nothing. That's not fair. Alrighty, y'all. Well, here we go. Looks like we got a we got some people tapping in. Dope. Ten share, ten groups once again. Nice. Well, yeah, we'll this, go ahead this, this and long. bring on our guest this ah, evening. He's about he's, to be fire, y'all. Get ready. This man is amazing. You have no idea. He's a very reputable dude. This guy, he produces all of his own music. He plays the piano, like Kanye West. But Kanye West, think of Kanye West from New Orleans. You know what I mean? He's got really a lot of cool things going on. Um, I'll go ahead and introduce him too. He's got a lot of reputable names he's been working with. Give it up for Jesus, the God Zeus over here. Yeah, yeah, man. What's good? What's going on, fam? Thanks for coming through, bro. Thank you for coming on the show, man. We really, really appreciate you coming, man. Yes, sir. So let the people know where you're from, man. Where you represent? I'm from. uh, I'm born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana, man. Oh shit! Yeah, down south, honestly, genuinely. Damn. Yeah, I think my boy, our top security right here, he's he's from uh, Louisiana also. Yeah, you guys were talking about it earlier, right? Oh yeah, he's in uh, Mandeville, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Crazy. like a suburb of New Orleans, out the way, kind of like a, I think an hour, forty-five minutes, something like that. Nice. Yeah. Man, yeah, that is dope, bro. And what brings you to Tucson? That was always the first question I asked. So if you're from New Orleans, man, what brought you up here to Tucson, brother? Um, honestly, bro. Some guys see me on the internet um, and felt like if I was to bring my musical talent to Tucson, Arizona, that it'd blow up for them. So I flew here basically for a record label. Okay. That was that was in talks of signing me, but we just chose to uh, do our own thing. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Independent is the way to go, anyway, bro. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, like you, you're a one man band. Everybody that's tuning in, this dude is the shit right here. I've been following it. I've been following Jesus the guy right here, man. Hardesty since like he pretty much since he first came out here, bro. Yes, sir. He does it all. He produces all his own music. He makes all his own beats. He knows how to work all of his own recording software, his own lyrics, his own everything. Like mm. we're gonna play some tracks for y'all so y'all can really get a feel for all the hype I'm bringing up this man too. I'm like you're real yeah. hype man over here. I'm like hey <laughs> hey hey. Yes, sir. So yeah, um, so yeah, so you ended up. What was the, your reasoning uh, staying in Tucson though? Because you decided to stay out here after? I did. I decided to stay. Um, I looked, I felt like the West Coast was opportunist. It was opportunity in my eyes. I felt like when I saw, when I got off the plane and I saw mountains and palm trees, to me, I felt like I made it to Hollywood. Even though I'm in Tucson, you understand what living where I, I was living in Dayton, Ohio, really. Oh, okay. Before yeah. I came out here, I was Dayton, Ohio. And you know that city. That city is is just it's just one of them cities where it's just it's not a lot going on, um, other than a lot. It's a lot of street activity going on. It's, it's not a lot of jobs. What when I was living there, wasn't a whole lot of job opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. So moving out here, just the minimum wage alone was five more dollars higher. I was like, oh yeah, oh, it's shit. opportunity out here, man. And it was. I went to this call center. And they hired me the day of. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stay here because I was yeah. going to leave once I got here. And I felt like, you know, the music situation wasn't as as promised to me 
I felt like maybe I shouldn't be here when that was a sign, but then it was like, nice nah, a sign to start over and start yeah. something new and fresh. Yeah. You feel me? And I, I was, like the conversation we had. Yeah, we, we've had a, we've had Odyssey up here kind of chilling, you know what I mean? Getting get to know him a little bit more and just, just chopping it up, you know what I'm saying? So we had a conversation earlier about limitations. Yeah. Yeah. About how if you have these limitations in life, it's what's actually going to like, like naturally influence you to pursue what you want to do passionately like very much so even more so like and that's what's so beautiful about the things that you do because you're like shit man like you're like i ain't got nothing out here yeah just barely got out here yeah ain't got nobody you know what i mean it's like yeah. everybody coming at my head because i'm the new dude and whatever but that's how it was too when i came out here to tucson bro it's like everybody's so like clickish in tucson bro yeah. everybody wants to be like about their own it's like yeah. Y'all really gonna treat people like that? Like, yeah, yeah. Gotta, I'll call people. Like, I'm not money. gonna. I'm not gonna say no names, but like, as soon as I came out here, I was like, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was a jealousy tip or something. Because yeah. I know how to produce my own beats too. You know what I mean? So I was. There's like, a lot of that. Like, you gotta know somebody to be a part of them and shit. Which is weird because Tucson's not even a big city. So you think I, I would understand that in LA because I've been to LA and I understand that. But out here in Tucson, it's more just like, like favoritism. You know what I mean? Like, it, it can be in a lot of small cities. It's gonna be like that. See, I realized that because when you are outside of coming into somebody else's territory, it's just it's just the nature of man. That's like if you've been living on your city and your street for twenty five years, and somebody a new a new family moving, y'all gonna try to see who they is. Every day you're gonna figure them out why they you know what I'm saying what they doing in your neighborhood, what's their reasoning for moving over here. So yeah. I understand the new guy mentality. I've been a new guy for a long time in school, in the streets, whatever the case may be, in jail. So the new guy thing is, would you, you you come with open arms because you in somebody else's territory unless you want smoke, unless you want a negative back push. Yeah. And what I realized, bro, really people showed me open arms when I first came here, like. I could say this guy named Pike Romero. I don't know if y'all know his Pike name. Pike is the shit. No, we had Pike. We interviewed Pike uh, at the, um, uh, the Cinco de Mile thing that we did with okay. Ash Lansky and everybody. Yeah. I recognize yeah. Pike because Pike's put on for a lot of artists in Tucson, bro. Man. A lot of these artists, bro. like, they hope, like I, I give it up to Pike for as much, as much success as a lot of artists have had, bro. And yeah. Pike Romero, just so everybody knows, kind of a little background on Pike. He's the uh, founder of the uh, the the Tucson Hip Hop Festival, like the very first one, like mm -hmm. the first annual to like Tucson Hip Hop Festival. That's some tight. <laughs> mm -hmm. hey, he barely had Tahin over here, yo. He's barely barely had Tahin over here out here in the southwest of this country. Tahin, you know. Yeah, Tahin, man. Sheesh. Yep. That's funny. That shit's super salty. <laughs> Let's look at the comments real quick, though. Hold up. We got love all the way from Dayton, Ohio. Big love. Appreciate the, the comment. Who from right Dayton? Who in the city, man? Who from Dayton, man? Yeah, that's what I said, too. Facebook, you. Alex Rock, what up? I see you in the comments, too. He said, Goats yeah. on the Rise. What up, big boy? Yeah. We gave a shout out to the Alex Rock that's earlier, a, too. Jay Parton. Oh, is that Alex Rock? Yep. Yeah, Alex Rock's on the bottom. Jay yeah. Parton was the one that says Facebook user. Okay. Somebody said that boy dope. <laughs> Jay Parton. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh Dolly Parton's son. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> He's Barton. over here like, yo, hey, from Dave. Parton. Parton. Oh, Jay Parton. Yeah. I was watching the comments right there. Oh, that's yeah. the homie, man. He watching, yeah. man. 
Yeah. Jay Bart, what up? Yeah, I got yeah, some. Right. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Appreciate y'all. So we could go ahead and do, too, so now, now that we've given such a reputable, notorious in, uh, introduction to Jesus the God over here, too. Let's go ahead and run, run one of his tracks one time. Yeah, absolutely. We'll go ahead and put that on. He's staying in Cincinnati, though. He's got a farm out there and shit nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Somewhere in Ohio, though. He's in Ohio. You're Shout right, out man. to my bass boys. That boy came through Dayton, Ohio looking for weed. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know if he's from Dayton or what, because he, if you look at his stand-ups, he say some shit about Cincinnati or something. Yeah. Him and um Mike Epps, but okay. he came through the bass, the projects where I used to live at in Dayton, Ohio, and my partners and them told me that he was at the store looking for some motherfucking weed with all this jewelry on. <laughs> what the fuck? He's a street motherfucker. Yeah. He from the streets. Yep. No matter how much money he get in his heart, he know he want to get off that tour bus and go talk to these people out here with the have-nots. Yeah, hell yeah. In his soul, in his heart. And that's what I feel like. Like We connect, like I connect with all of the nobodies. The, the quote-unquote, like the, the, the worst of the worst, like the dirtiest of the dirtiest person. Like I will come, I will talk to you today. Yeah, I probably gonna give you some money if you really need it. And I know you. Some people gonna you fuck gonna, it off. I don't give a fuck if you're gonna put it on some dope. Sometimes I'm just gonna give it to you. Yeah. Like when I'm at the red light, like I know you do dope, man. I'm locked up with y'all. I know what a dope. To be honest with you, I sold dope, so I know my clientele. I know my customers. You can't look me in my. I know you've been through army and post traumatic, but you do dope. I know. That when you take this five dollars, it's going towards a blue or a G or a black. I know this. And I don't care that you're gonna do that because whatever makes you happy, whatever can keep you going, you're alive right now today. Okay, you might do the dope, you might die. But you whatever you choose to do, or whatever you choose, whatever how you feel, I can't, I can't control that. My heart wants to give you something right yeah, now. I don't care. Real, I don't care if you're going to use it. I just want to give you something. If that's what's going to make you happy today, fuck it. To be honest, brother, I think that's the first thing you and I personally like connected on, too. I just knew you had that kind of soul, which yeah. is just like you were like not just raised like that, but you already felt in your own heart without anybody telling you that, that it was already something to abide by in life, which is so like living is giving. Living is living giving. Living is giving. It's like, Ooh, I was raised to say living is powerful. giving. Lend a warm hand living to a soul left giving. shivering. Lend, huh? a war lend a warm hand to a soul left shivering. You know what I mean? Like, Lend a warm hand to a soul left Because a lot of our souls are left out in the cold, man. Even if, like, the wind ain't, ain't gonna, even if deep. the wind ain't gonna blow, yeah. we're still left out in the cold sometimes, man. And, <sighs> and I've seen, I've seen all kind of people like that, man. And it's like, I just, it's it's you see the struggle and you want to help as much as possible and at some sometimes you know you can't do that much but just a little bit yeah. might just be all that they need because sometimes i'm like overbearing with it i'm like no nah, don't just take five take 20 and they're like oh yeah Man, listen but it's, yeah. Yeah. it's your heart yeah yeah it have nothing to do with it like you know what i'm saying when you're doing that you know for a fact yo i could use this on you ain't even thinking about the gas. You thinking about the person. Your right. heart said, "Fuck my," you know what I'm saying? My my everyday struggle, whatever. Yeah. Nah, you need this right now. 
I'm not even thinking about how much I'm giving you. Like, I see you, I see you, I see you out here. Like you, you, I know maybe deep down inside, you know you can get a job or whatever you know. But you right here. So I, I look at it as like whatever has happened to you has been so it's heavy. That shit was heavy. Right. It, you know what I mean? I can't imagine. I, me myself, I wouldn't. I can't put. I, I wouldn't put myself on a corner. But what I'm saying is, is that the people that's on the corner mentally, whatever, whatever, whatever has clicked to them. Because I got cousins that one day I'm looking at you and you selling like you, you, you're the loved, you're the top of the line cat in the neighborhood. Everybody love you. And then a few months later. You got gloves on your hand and you're not shaking nobody's hand. You're not having normal conversations. You turn into a person that people is looking at you like you're crazy. But a few months ago, people looked at you like a god. Like, I need to, what you got, we need to come to you today. And I'm looking at that like, if that could happen, if, if a person, the chemical imbalance, it's like, it's like um, whatever you're going through can be so stressful that it turns you to, to something else that'll make you, your brain is on a different dimension. Yeah. And like, like you said, trauma-induced very much so, absolutely. You said what? Like you said, trauma-induced very much so too, yeah. Traumatic you know, situations change you forever. Yeah. Not a week, a month, like something serious enough happened to you, you depending on the type of person you are, everybody can't take the level of trauma that's happening to them in a normal life. Like if you, you, you every day you, you hanging with your brother and all of a sudden he just show up missing. You know, everybody around you and you just like, what the, like, isn't no answer to that. He's just missing and nobody can tell you where he went, how he died, if he's dead, is he alive, who has him, is he being tortured, is he not being tortured, did he just want to leave? Sometimes that'll make a motherfucker go crazy. Like if you was day in, day out. That's like being with your mom and she just up and just leave. People deal with that. People actually literally go to um, foster homes. One day they... Their mom just up and like, what? My mom is gone? Yeah. And then, now you got a brand new family. They're not even the same skin color as you. They don't even eat the same food as you, wear the same clothes as you. You know what I'm saying? Like that, them, them type of situations, you either go, it's not easy to be like, let me do the right thing. Let me look at this situation as something that should help you, especially when you're a child. Or, you know, a teenager. That's what I'm saying. A lot of the situations is not, you're not mature enough to deal with the decision making that's that's forced upon you. And that, that would lead me to um, the games and the things that children are being exposed to so young and they don't understand what they're looking at, what they, yeah, they're playing, what they're dealing with. Especially with childhood trauma, that's a great point that you brought up too, man, because the, to a certain extent, there's just like this, like, 
like elapsing amount of time that you have that you actually are developing. And if you go through something that that is traumatic, the science, the, psych the psychosis of the science goes until the age of seven. And if you have some kind of like really life altering and like brain altering and chemical altering, like traumatic experience by the, like before you're seven years old, it's like your whole entire like perception of like trust values and what's important in life and like anything that you could actually possibly do to like function normally in society or, or at least be able to at least pass it off of your function, like yeah. functioning normal is completely thrown out the window. You have to like completely reconstruct your brain and go through like serious traumatic, like, like trauma induced therapy. And that's, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm not going to, you know, go into details about my life, but I had to do that shift too. And like Whoa. one of the things that I did in particular was called EMDR. And like, when you go through that, you have What's like that? this, it's like this therapeutic, this like therapeutic method where you have these like things that you put on your fingertips and they're like, like electric pulse, like it's pulsating electrically. So it like sends like electrical waves in your fingertips and you do like memory recall. So you're like trying to go back to the experience and you keep like, actually instead of suppressing it you keep like reliving through it reliving through it reliving through it to the point where like you can actually like deal with it instead of like keep suppressing it or keep doing it because it's like honestly like a lot of our own everyone has like their own like you know there's a lot of behavioral science that will suggest and also prove that you know mo like the majority of individuals like their flight or fight responses is like and their love language is like being very avoidant of things, right? Or like acts of service or something like that. But if it's like that, then you're like, okay, yeah, if you're going to avoid things too, then obviously like what you're going to do is suppress it instead of deal with it. But like who wants to like deal with something that's that crazy that you want to like relive, like, like a drive-by or like you all the shit that you've been through, you know what I mean? Like like all of us been through at some point and you're like, damn, bro, like I, I haven't really given it much thought, but like if I'm going to even attempt to like process this like thoroughly and fully to like the most healthy degree, I have to like keep like recalling like and keep re like telling myself and remembering what happened to the point like I completely get through it. And with EMDR, that does help. But when you eventually do get through it, that's what's just the hardest thing to get through because most people would just prefer their whole life to just fucking bottle that shit up, right? Pretend bottle like that shit up. Bottle that shit up. But like the worst thing about it too is like that bottle resembles a Molotov cocktail that'll eventually explode. So that's why I always that's why I always encourage people like do the hardest work you can, which is work on yourself. And like sometimes it's you just dig into this like bottomless pit that you can't crawl out of because the walls are muddy and you keep sliding down every time you keep trying to crawl out of it. You know what I mean? It's what, like, is, what is EDMPR? EMDR, it's like a electromagnetic, like uh, EMD. It's like my, like a uh, like derogatory remembrance or something like that. I can't remember it exactly. Brilliant mind. Oh, I yeah. Learned so much from this mind. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, well, shout out to the comments real quick. Shout out to the Travis on Joe. No, you good, brother. <laughs> what? Jimmy, We're having some good conversation. This is dope. Hell yeah. Who was that? Kyle's Kyle's uh, Kyle story? story. That's what up. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, go ahead. Did I even meet you, bro? I don't think I met. I've been <laughs> he been following me for over ten years. Hell yeah, damn. That's, that's a real. That's a real. Fan. I say fan, but homie kind of like grew up off of some of the shit I seen and talked to me personally and told me that I done helped him through certain situations with his parents, yeah. with his life. 
I don't think I even met this dude personally, but that's a real, that boy right there, bro, Kyle Story. Shout out Kyle Story right there. Shout I can out see the it. fuck Kyle Story, boy. You better take this clip and record that bitch and say that bitch, son, because yeah, you yeah. know I fuck with you like the long way. I've been fucking with this dude over 10 years. Easy. I can see why he chimed in on the conversation, because if he helped you like that, that's exactly what we're already talking about right now. So hell yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. And then bro. Sheila, Sheila Mooney. Amen. Yes, they do. Thank you for tuning in, Sheila. Shout out to you. Jim Max said my boo. Envision my boys. He said my boo. You oh. it looks like my boo. I, 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 I was looking at it too. I was like, my boys. Oh, okay. okay. That's the homie. Envision, right. <laughs> so I shared on my page, so you got a lot of my people. Ah, uh, okay. It's a lot of my people. Samantha, Samantha thank you for watching. Yep, and then Rena Jacob Wilson, thank you for watching too. Sorry, yes. we're just catching up on yes, the comments. Yeah, oh, okay. My son's mom. What up? Oh, thank shit. you for tuning in. There we go. Envision two. Yeah, appreciate yeah, y'all. Appreciate y'all. But if yeah, I could sorry. chime into what you're yeah, talking absolutely. about, I'm sorry. Go ahead, yes, brother. I know, yeah. Um, I know we talked about it a lot of times about doing stuff for the homeless people and like reaching back or yeah. like even the acting stuff that we do. Like I always want to. You know, always like turn around and reach back, help someone up, help somebody out. And if you want to get down with us, man, we'll be do doing it. some more events Let's to feed go. the homeless and stuff too. Yeah, you're more than welcome. I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm all about I'm down. The homeless Come through with us. I've been so I, I pray every day, like God bless me so I can bless others every day. Man, I just got to get on now. That's where I'm at. Yep. That's the same shit I'm on. 22nd in Country Club. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. It's a it's a park. Yep. I know exactly. Washington. No, it's not Washington Park. Something else. Huh? But I think that's. I know exactly where. I fed every single homeless person in that park one day. There's that Circle K yeah, right there. There's that Circle K. It's, right a, it's a, a. I don't think it's a Circle K. It's like a. It's a station station or 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 McDonald's yeah. across the street. Or that's no. That's that's no, that's Reed. Park. That's Reed. Park. Yep. Yeah. So it was, it's more down this way. Though. Coming back. Yeah. Bro, I went out there and gave. I had clothes I that I was like. Yeah. I had shoes and clothes. I went out there and just. Took my whole suitcase and just gave it out to my brother. Like, hell yeah. But I ain't, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Someone was like, man, I don't want them undershirts, but what about them shoes on right, your feet? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's what they'd be like. When I do. when I went to go feed them, I don't want that chance. You got that shoes. big back up? Yeah, like, nigga, shut up. They asked for shoes and socks. A lot of them. A lot of them asked for shoes and socks when I went out there. That's what they need. Yeah. So we need to get them what they too. need. Yep. We need to get them shoes. They need new socks. They don't want use undershirts. Thank you, but, Samantha. But appreciate underwear, you. undershirt, socks. That's something that these cats need. I don't care what they do. I don't care about their addiction. That's not the issue. The issue right. is exactly. that they still out there every day need this shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If you can give, give, bro. Like, I've, I've been on the streets, man. I slept in the fucking dead-ass cold winter next to buildings and shit. It fucking sucks, bro. And I can, oh, yeah. I can imagine them... Now in the heat or in the winter, like what? Where do they go? What do they do? Stuff no newspapers and shit in their clothes. Like that's all they got. Damn, it sucks. They go in them washes. I was gonna say the wash, and they and they clothe up. I seen them. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't care where I live at. I need to know what the homeless is. Doing. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, for real. I don't know why. Because the epidemic should have been solved. To be honest, bro, I've been homeless. I was homeless yeah. here. I lived in Regal Apartments. I, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I lived in those hotels right there on the freeway. Um, 
for like three, four months. Shelters, the shelter hotels. I no, I went to the shelter and I went in there and I'll be honest with you, I was like, I can figure it out better than this. Right. I think I can do something. I can figure it out. Like I, I went to donating. I was taking that donation money and staying in these hotels and figuring it out, hustling and talking to people, um, doing whatever it took to make some kind of money immediately. Yep. And I got that little, um, I got a call center job at VXI in Tucson. And VXI, yeah, Tucson Boulevard. They hired me the day of, like bro. Next to the airport. Right next to the airport. Yeah. Right next. Yeah. I walked in there. I didn't have no physical. I didn't have no physical um, information to let you know that I was. All I had was an ID. I didn't have no resume. I didn't have nothing physical. I was just like, I'm gonna get this job. <laughs> I walked in there. And they, they hired me. They was like, they did an interview at 12 noon. At the end of the interview, it was like 1 p.m. They was like, can you, you start today? They ain't even drug test. No, they drug test. They, 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 they mouse off. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm a listerine type of guy. <laughs> right, yeah. I went there with the strips, like, don't play with me. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> I'm going to get this. Fuck is you saying? <laughs> By the end of the interview, it was like, can you start at six? I'm like, yep. Oh, I'll be back, like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> No, don't even, don't even try to know. <laughs> Stop playing. Stop yeah. playing. Mm -hmm. Stop playing. Stop yeah. Don't Come even on. go there. I'm like, I'm not taking no <laughs> at all. For the answer. I stop playing. I've been like, you said what? Hey, you read that last comment right there? Yes, yeah, that was for you. Uh, he speaks real life and the things I've seen him accomplish is amazing. That's beautiful. Absolutely. Shout out, Samantha. Thank you, Samantha. Shout out, Samantha. That. Yeah. That's the thing, too. You know, we bring like real strong, like dedicated brothers to their craft and their passion in life, too. They got a lot of real stuff to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. It goes without saying, too. You know what I mean? It's like. That's what this show is all about, man. You know, giving you guys a whole we don't we don't got like a whole gimmick, you know. I'm not gonna say no names, like I said, but some you know some talk shows you go on, it's like they're trying to you know, you know, trying to get like a rise out of the, the artists or the guests they bring on, or trying bro. to like make it controversial or something. It's like, bro, we don't need to do all that. You so raw. We so, didn't even do a real yeah. prep. We just no, yeah, we just came in this and freestyle this motherfucker. <laughs> We raw dog in this episode. We do. All right, so I want to put another one of your music videos if you can. Yes, you can. Oh wait, this is the Crickle Bang footage we got of you. You performed right before Crickle Bangs, right? I do. Yes, sir. You I smoke the vibe, we smoke and have a gram. 
Jumping out the jet, I'm speeding. Coming out the top with the gun in my beat. I'ma fuck up your car, it is heated. That boy, they got me low, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely the case. Nah, so Callie, gonna, Callie is nice. Yeah, she's 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 very cool. She and she I actually her. got her in the show coming up. Oh yeah? She performed. Yeah, I got a show coming up. Okay. I was gonna let y'all ask me about it. What's up? Why are you holding out? Break out. No, what I, the heck? I, I will mess up the order of this show. Oh, no, no. Come on. You, you can you can spit it now. You got any shows coming up? There you go. I, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I got, a, I got a show coming up. I got a show coming up July 7th. It's going to be on a Thursday. And it's going to be at Thunder Canyon Brewery. Okay. Brewery. You work with Thunder Canyon. <laughs> Brewery. Yeah, y'all did. Mm -hmm. We've done I a seen, couple times, yeah. Yeah, a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I got... I got um. I could I could tell y'all the artists I got <laughs> for sure I got I got Cali B is for sure on the roster. All right. Um obviously I got me. <laughs> I got a cat named Rilla Mac. I don't know if y'all know who Rilla Mac is, but locally he got a little name for himself. Um you got Moss the Beast. He out there in Phoenix. You got just I'm gonna say just Joe. But I think he would have, he got like a prefix to his name. He would have clicked Just Joe. Then you got Reezy. Reezy going to be on the lineup. You got Top Cat Gangster, female from Phoenix. Then you got Cali B. Then you got B Wall, um, the Uchis. And then you got Spree the Link. And you got Petro Sunny. Link. Oh, we just, we just, I think he sent in his music one time. Yeah. And he was actually in the competition for the $100 in gifts that we were giving out. He's oh yeah, one song, yeah, yeah. He oh, nice. he's all hit. He, he did some jail time before jail. He was making a name for selfie. You know when you go to jail, bro, it fucks shit up. It slows shit down. 
Rudy Lane. I think it was that over that Tupac song. Yeah. I think that one. Yep. Yeah. That's him. That's him. Yeah. He's working. Very he nice. nice. That's awesome. Exciting. Yes, sir. Can you say it one more time? When when is it gonna be? It's gonna be July seventh at Thunder Canyon Brewery. Uh, brewery. <laughs> I'm drunk. That's downtown. Tequila, y'all. That's downtown. Downtown Tucson. Um, it's right behind fucking. Um, if you don't know, now you know. Jump on, head out, show support, show some love, have some fun, have some drinks. Yes. Know what it is. So going back to what you were talking about, like Johnny Cash and all the other artists. Do you are were those the people that inspire you, or do you have a different inspiration to do your music? Now, nah, um, I learned about Johnny Cash like in my college years. <laughs> I only learned about Johnny Cash because I was in a uh, a recording engineer course class. Yeah. That was called music history. And this white, my teacher was a white man that taught me about Johnny Cash. And he taught me about Pat Boone. And in my class, they was teaching me about how white artists used to steal from like the black radio station. They had like a black radio station, a white radio station in the 60s and the 50s and the 40s and mm -hmm. early. And the white artists would take and go to the black station and listen to the black artists and take their music. Yeah, but this white like teacher Elvis was Presley. That was Presley's for sure. He he stole what, songs he from stole Little Richard. He stole songs from whoever he stole songs what's from. His, what's the fuck's name? I can't remember right now. What? Like records that that yeah. Name. What's his name? Perry. Something. I you close to it? Perry or something? Perry, right? Yeah. Oh, so you you know some shit. History lesson, y'all. Bar Talk TV. It. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was some history shit, but that was they was teaching me about that. That, but my my main influences growing up in the nineties, I would say Outkast was a big influence to me. Yes, I'm Miss Jackson. Outkast was huge to me. But I, by me being born and raised in New Orleans, um, Cash Money, like Hot Boys, Lil Wayne, mm -hmm. BG, all them cats, they was like big influence to not just me, but my city. Because they was, you know what I mean? They was artists that came from where we came from and made it worldwide. So we was like looking at them. No Limit, Master P, stuff like that. But, but my personal influences was Outkast, um, Jill Scott, Erica Badu. If you're talking about rap music, it was like, I can go down the line, like a lot of rappers. It was um, Jay-Z for sure, Lil Wayne for sure, um, Nas for sure, Eminem. You, you can never leave out Eminem. Yeah, Eminem, no, definitely not. No matter what nobody says, lyrically he changed how we listen to music. You know what I mean? As much as a lot of music that came out after him, but he was one of the ones for sure. Yeah. Jay Z, Hot Boys, like I said. Even I can even go later on in my later on in my music career. I would say I got influence from Kendrick Lamar. I love Kendrick. Hell yeah. Kendrick is crazy. 
and J. Cole. <laughs> oh. and J. Cole are like my favorite right See, now. See, J. Cole. J. Cole, I wouldn't say I listen to him a lot, but he is influential. I don't, I don't, I I never got a chance to like actually get um intimate with his music, but um Kendrick Future. Um it's I can go back and forth from conscious rappers to like just trap rappers. I'm influenced by all of them because everybody has a different level of creative influence to the industry, whether mm -hmm. it be conscious or just having fun. It's all influential. Right. You know what I mean? So I've been influenced by all of them. A lot of cats from New Orleans for sure, but <clears throat> mainly world like uh national artists from Atlanta, maybe from California. I got influence from uh a lot of E40 growing up too. E40. Yes. E40. Yes, yes. These are the type of artists that change how you look at rap. Mm -hmm. Because E40 came out with like a vocabulary that nobody heard. Yeah. I listen to artists that are like very impactful. When I say Kendrick, it's like, you know what I mean? Like who's it's a lot of it's a few artists that's like unmatchable. And that's the ones who probably influence me more than the ones who just kind of like ride the wave as we going through time. Mm -hmm. I like the ones that's more impactful, that change how we look at music compared to the ones who are great. They good, but um, they don't stand the test of time. Yeah. Yeah. So all these artists that you just named, are they, would they, would, can you say they would be on your, like the playlist that you listen to now? Like if you got in your car right now, what what's the track you're playing? Kendrick. Kendrick. You got a song called um, Auntie Diaries. Good song. Real good song. <laughs> he, before he even released the song, I made a live about sexuality, gender, and mm -hmm. it being enforced on kids and how it's changing with society and the LGBT community and me growing up loving gay people. Like, gay people, it's parts of gay people that actually raised me. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, so for me to even have any kind of negative, I don't have anything negative towards the culture. I I was raised by it in a sense. Mm -hmm. So I like that song was like fucking crazy. It was crazy. It from his perspective for him to say that, and him, he's the only, it's very rare that artists can take and talk about what's going on in society and verbally communicate it to us in a way that we all understand it from a perspective where we respect it and love it compared to like shun it or be negative towards it. Like I'm giving you an understanding Yeah. to a point where whether you hate it or love it, you understand what I'm talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your minds to Yeah. Mm -hmm. That way you don't have the hatred. You understand it. So you can love it. Cause you know what you you know what's going on. Like you understand it. This person was raised like this. This person was it's different, but we we can understand to um, translate to still love each other through that. You know what I'm saying? You stupid. Now you sorry. Thank you, Eric. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, Eric, don't be. 
bringing our past up in here. Um, um, I'm like brainwashed now. I feel like that's the goal though. Like when you're out there and you spit in, you, you making the music videos, you know, like you trying to reach anybody, let alone everybody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Eric, <laughs> jump off this now. Eric, I don't know. Eric. Stupid. <laughs> He's like a little brother to a little big brother. How do y'all deal? I gotta use the bathroom. What do y'all do on part? I'll put a music video on for you. The next one. <laughs> He's like too much tequila. He done almost drank this whole bottle, y'all. The whole motherfucking bottle. Woo! <laughs> oh no! Oh pussy ass motherfucker, trash. From the look in your eyes, I know you want some. I can't even trust you. You've been talking behind my back. You done disrespected my family, and now I feel like fuck you. No, I don't care if we was cool in the past. Stay from around me, cause I know you down bad. Baby, I feel like fuck you. No, I can't even trust you. You should've kept it gangster. I should've kept a banger. I'll be around too many strangers. Can't be safe, be dangerous. Money got these people changing. When you come from oppression, people be broken, be straight. If I ain't on this rapper blazing, I'm flashing, I'm flashing. I'm young and I'm reckless. My cadets gon' get your nailers. That's the struggle, be rapping. My niggas, I call them myself. I'm slinging the hammer, that copy was dealt. This son, you can spit in your car, can get melted. Son, I'm so high that I know that you failed it. No, I'm not selfish, pepper did or not on 30 gets fair, so I can depend on a lot of respect, me, but I know that America lock up protect me. But the heaven honor my soldiers. I don't know if America notice that the government keeping us focused on that bullshit away from the sources. From the look in your eyes, I know you want some. I can't even trust you. You've been talking behind my back, you done disrespected my family, and now I feel like fuck you. No, I don't care if we was cool in the past Stay from around me cause I know you down bad Baby, I feel like fuck you No, I can't even trust you <laughs> oh. Man down, jump off of that boat When I'm in that water, I float you with shocker I'm in them when this is I cut it like up, I know that I'm dope I used to back up in trailers Where I got the Katrina, no female Did not give me hope Guess I was sensitive, fits to the coke Got your stupid head fiends leaning like a slope I was running alone, I couldn't cover from a cut That had the girl when the corner Gonna set a still buzzing But an ass fool, but I could've stopped buzzing I was out here, thugging, tell the boys motherfucker. the fuck up Running with kids that grew up, never having nothing Give him my uncle the right, that one I read and on me But saying it was bad, nobody got it tied on me It was hard to be home, but the bread, but honey. Pissed away, cook up for hitting my stash Cracking that cigarette box in that bag Clock on my hip with that instant dick mag Knew I was wrong, I'm saving my ass. Then I my mama and they come and identify me with a girl who's that up in the back Before you come and get more better day for you act Cause you know that I'm not better left From the look in your eyes, I know you want some I can't even trust you You've been talking behind my back You done disrespected my family And now I feel like fuck you No, I don't care if we was cool in the past Stay from around me cause I know you down bad Baby, I feel like fuck you No, I can't even trust you
great, man. Awesome, y'all. Yeah, that was that awesome. was Trust You by Jesus the God right there. We're taking a little intermission real quick just because he's using the restroom. Real quick. <laughs> we do we do best here at Bar Talk, which is give our give our guests a lot of drink and you know whatever they want to do. So bam, perfect. Yeah, he's like, you know what, y'all? I gotta I gotta use the restroom real quick. I was like, yep. <laughs> he's in there saying I'm about to go back to Bar Talk TV, y'all. Back to Bar Talk. He's like, I'm gonna need a we, can, we need a weed talk. So I'm, I'm going to go. That. I'm going to need it. slow. I'm down. Oh, shit. Let's do it. Oh, cool. It Play is bars. a clean track, right? This Shout man out to Anna the Boss, talented. too. That's like another one out here, too. That's going to be, you know, putting all kinds Renee. of different chronic infusions. Going to do some chronic infusions, y'all. Hit up Anna the Boss. Bam, bam. Absolutely. Yes. So that track was dope. Yeah. I was watching this man freaking in a tent at the ocean the other day like okay. hey, like oh good for you but fuck you i hate you a little you right, know yeah. like damn i'm envious I'm motherfucker over here, like oh my, my face is melted envious. and he's living life like real good <laughs> shout Bless out me. to santa monica beach oh that's what you said okay how was that santa monica Dope. okay hell yeah beautiful santa monica Ooh, you want some beer just to use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> More tequila, y'all. Yeah, a little tequila. bit of bar talk out there in Santa Monica, yo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was in the trunk making drinks for him and shit. Right, yeah. <laughs> He's over there like, hey, man, you want some tahin all the way out here in Santa Monica? What's it going to be this time? But I Santa Monica, some You'd tahin. You'd be surprised they do that fucking Cali too. Oh, you bro. already know. So we talked about this. All right, so and in, in, I'm from San Real Diego. Tahin. Bro, their mm -hmm. Mexican food out there is like, mm. hey, mm. the fucking taco stands is Nick, crazy. Okay. Yeah, you know, so you know. Okay, you're right, bro. Boy. There's shit out there. They got California burritos. They don't do that kind of shit. They do now, but back then was not like that. The whole California burrito thing. We had our Arizona burrito, and then we we're like, oh yeah, whoop to whoop. We're not gonna fuck with your shit. You're not gonna fuck with our shit. It was like this whole thing, I guess, between like Mexicans, because I because coming out here to Tucson, Brandy. I was like, no, I'm like my mom's Mexican, so I'm like I'm like black and Mexican from yeah, yeah. San Diego, and they're like, oh yeah, well you guys got prayers out there that sad. we don't do, and made of this whole thing. I'm like y'all really trying to pump this beef between burritos out here, like yo, yo these motherfuckers like this ain't. I'm not talking. I'm not talking carne asada beef. I'm talking like some street beef. They're like, you can't have no. California burrito in no motherfucking Arizona, motherfucker. Oh, no. Get that shit off your menu right the fuck now. And I was like, yo, that shit was real. They was real. That was shit was so real, bro. I was like, I can't even believe y'all really about your burritos. Right. But no, it's but it's so like they pick yeah. right, right? Just like with our music too. It's like mm -hmm. they couldn't do like a knockoff song of like I don't know the last track we played like Trust You. They couldn't be like. Making a song called Trust Me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, no, uh, nigga, I may trust you. You can't make trust me. Like, fuck that shit. Like, real quick, even... shout out Sensei Sai. Jumped on. Sensei Sai went up. up. Brandy. Brandy. Okay. Some of what I said, stop I biting you. our shit. Stop biting our shit out here. <laughs> yeah. Don't be biting my shit. Jumped on in the, in the food department. They need a weed talk. <laughs> yep, yeah. Someone blow a bong. They need a weed talk. Someone blow a bong rip in the face of somebody that's mad and so like, well, what you what was he fighting about? <laughs> I don't even know. Don't even matter no more. Brandy <laughs> Smith says she don't know how this works. <laughs> you know how this works? You know what? You out to Cali, you already know. Like, 
<laughs> and we saying that shit up and down the boardwalk. They'll be like, non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> Don't be talking about a California. What's up, right? Sheila Mooney? That's somebody. That Sheila knows. Mooney. I'm gonna use restroom actually real quick too. Yeah. Take away with the questions. The only questions that we really do have, brother, like I said, we're freestyling tonight. But um, I think one of the other questions too is like uh, one of the last questions that we actually do have is. Um, for all the aspiring rappers, musicians, singers, songwriters out there, what advice would you give them to everyone that wants to be like in your position too, as like a, an artist? What would advice would you give them? Artists, fam, how many Marketing and promotion. If you want to be notarized, or you want to have notoriety, you want to be seen, you want to be respected, you want to be paid attention to for whatever you're doing, marketing is the basis of it because um, take the time yeah social yeah you, you have to social media has taken over that's it to the point where there's so many artists that's growing every day that's hungry that want to get whatever video song whatever they want to get out there that they, they, everybody is hungry mm -hmm. and there's people that's not scared to pay for internet promotion. Like when Facebook, when you post a video, they 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 ask you if you wanna like boost. Do yeah. you wanna boost? Five dollars, boost, ten dollars. It's people that's paying three hundred, four hundred, one thousand dollars to boost their shit, and that's who you compete with. Mm -hmm. That's who you're competing with. So once you understand marketing, if if you want to get your music out there, you have to master. Have you market? I'm not saying at the end of the day, when you go for a job, mm -hmm. you gotta buy a uniform. You gotta Fast. invest in the new job. Fast. So when you go in to try to make something Fast. of yourself, you gotta invest in you, y'all. Invest in you. Put it out there. Invest. Boost yourself. Invest. 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 Like you have support from your team, but you want support from their team and their team, and then the team you don't even know. But you can't get it. She talking shit. You got to boost and boost and Boy. boost. I tell yes. you, you want to make it, it's what you got to do. She just said it. <laughs> I mean, that's a fact because that, no, that's a fact. Like, I, if you think about the number one artists right now, they are paying for promotion. That's it. I don't care who, who you're talking about. They're paying for a public relations firm, a marketing firm to get them out there to the masses, to millions and billions of people. And that's the engine. If you ever heard artists talk about, I need an engine. The engine is their distribution company that put hundreds and thousands of dollars in the marketing behind the biggest artists that you know. It could be J-Lo, it could be Pat Boone. I say Pat Boone, is he even? <laughs> I could say, um, what's that country guy? What's the main country guy right now? Hold on, let's on, Nas, Lil Nas X? let it let it work. Country, country, country. country? You talking about Chris Stapleton? No. Ooh. So I think Chris Stapleton. While he's Grammy. thinking about it, I want to shout out my godson, KB yeah. and Lamont, eighteen years old. What up? Oh, um, happy birthday! Happy this birthday? man, it, this young man is fire 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 with his music i do what? Love to bring him on introduce him to some What's of y'all kb and lamont kb um, lamont at man he's a child like he started this so young and he's 
so fucking good at it. Like this kid is amazing. He goes by McLovin. Um, here I got McLovin. you. I got you. I got a file. Oh y'all, make lovers up there. I like finding yeah. talent like this. Look, I'm yeah. telling you, That's, it's fire, fire, fire. This is the key. Look, KBN, he's trying to look for you. Share your shit. There's some diamonds in the rough set here in Tucson, man. And it's, right. a, mecca, it's a mecca for different, like, just Sonoran, Sonoran desert diamonds in the rough share out it, here, y'all. Share it, bro. They sleeping. They sleeping on the West Coast only because it's still being the... We've the been, Southwest, yeah. Oh, the Southwest is the right. fastest... Tucson was the fastest growing city when I moved. Yeah, there. it's like the it's like the most hyper accelerated. Y'all don't know what y'all live in. I've never been in a city that have 1.5 million people and is still considered a small city. Yeah. It's not no fucking small city, For boy. Real, I've never been in a city that got a fucking fries on every corner. Stop playing with me, boy. Really? From the east side to the west side to the south side to the north side, this is a city that's untapped. Yeah, it is. Man. It's like a city that nobody knows about that need they need to know about. It. Yeah, for real. It's bro. scary. Everybody named Mo know about Phoenix. You know about yeah. the Suns. You know what I'm saying? All it's the good. neighboring cities that even like like have any type of headway with how big of the populace is too. That's funny that you bring that up too. So the populace. Canyon? All right. So you got Tucson, Arizona, within the confines of the city limits, 500,000 people. Everything else included, like the outskirts, so technically that'd be like Oro Valley, Green Boom. Valley, uh, even South Tucson, etc. All that included is 1.5 million people. And that's crazy to think about. Crazy. Crazy. Because there's so many people here, and within the confines of just the city limits, like I said, in, in just Tucson in general, is only 65 miles. What? Everything. Yeah. That's crazy, right? I was just breaking it down. So no, within, it's not. That's big, within, my guy. No, that's within Tucson city limits. So but, Tucson is 500,000 people. Everything on the outskirts, including like Oro Valley, Green Valley, South Tucson, everything. Marana, 1.5 million. Another million okay. on top of that. So that was like 250 okay. miles. Yeah, circumference. Yeah. Okay. I only know these numbers because I do event okay. coordination too. So I have to know like what your like population like like general ratio is if you're going to be like bringing big artists out here. Cause I work with some big artists, bro. I work for uh, Buckhead entertainment. They're in association with a uh, uh, grand hustle records, CI's record label. And we brought Russell Simmons son out here when I was like 21, bro. This is like 10 years ago. Yeah. And I had this big guys working with shout out to Dale, Nich Dale Nicholas. I was, that's who I was Dale? working with. Yeah. You know, Dale, Dale Nicholas, Dale Nicholas he, son? he owned like mansion Elon and all these other companies where they were bringing like common out to do spoken word at their company. Oh, bro, you, I'm telling you, bro, you, as soon as watch, we'll, we'll link hey, up. Cause you know, all these people I brought, we brought Russell Simmons out here to fuck it. Russell Simmons son. Yeah. 14. Bro. Okay. So you know what I'm so talking I, about. When this I was at club H2O and shit yep. downtown. Yeah, so that's that's funny. We yeah. probably met before we actually worked together in 2018. <laughs> nigga, nigga. That. I did Excuse my, my language, y'all. Excuse yeah. my that was the shit I was putting on, bro. I was the event coordinator, uh, PR public relations, fucking booking agent for all that hey, shit. That's I was working with yeah, yeah. He sent you his Spotify. You so. probably all right. So back then I had a fro. So that's probably why we didn't recognize each other because nigga I had some hair. <laughs> <laughs> shit back then yeah <laughs> i was doing like fucking i, I was bringing big artists out here but now we'll link too bro because 
So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so here's even a lesser thing. I mentioned on the show a couple of times, and we've played my brother's music. We'll get you in the running too for our uh, music reviews too for a hundred dollar cash prize and all this other stuff. Oh yeah. yeah so we'll do the music reviews on Saturday. We'll put okay. you in the rotation. We got you covered. Definitely. But no, so like, so my older brother, he's not in the contest. He's not one of the contestants, but we played his music on the show. And he worked with Little Wayne. He went on the fucking Arizona or the America's Most Wanted tour with him back in like 2000, I think like 12 or some shit. My bad. No, you're good. You're good. I appreciate you checking in. Jumped on the but, line. Um, but no, so he went on the America's Most Wanted tour. It was like he he shared a bunk with two chains, like all this shit, bro. We're, we'll we'll plug you in. It's really dope that we've got our own connections. You've got your own connections. You're from the fucking. You're from the fucking front line streets of Nolens, bro. Like <laughs> Nolens, bro. man. Nolens. Now, 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 When you from here, you say New Orleans. New Orleans, yeah. See, yeah, New Orleans, yeah. New Orleans. That's some out of town shit, huh? Just to set the record straight, because I'll be saying that shit. I'm like Nolens, right? And you're Nowlins. like, nigga, you sound like one of them. Hottest Humphrey. What's up, like, bro? You sound like you're wearing a bucket hat and some motherfucking fanny oh. pack. You sound like you got a bucket hat and a fanny pack on, nigga. Talking like that. Check my fanny pack. I just my pull up on you like, hi, guys. Check my fanny pack. Check my fanny pack. That's comedy. Hell yeah. Good times. Good times. All right. So he said, he said, I'm the one. So perfect. We'll, we'll link y'all up. Absolutely. Absolutely. KBN, hit me up. We will throw you on the show, put your name out there, put your music out there. I know, I know personally how fire you are, how young you are. Oh, yes. It's pretty amazing. Like, I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah, that's back in the day. That shit didn't even, it's, that's cool. Shout out to all them. But back, we were doing some uh, um, Excuse me, your, your, your age is showing. <laughs> <laughs> Your age is showing, bro. Everybody knows those days. Zen Rock, Sapphire, Club H2O, all that. You are Zen Rock. You remember back from when I first came out here? Wildcat House. It was. Playground. I don't know. Tell him. Oh, it's fucking ringing bells to me. Tell him. No, because that was right there on Congress. It was next to like Elliot's on Congress and then the screening. Okay. Right yep. 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 It's one door down from Not there. Not by Cobras. Before. No, it was before. Yeah. Yeah. Before Cobras. So Cobra, yeah. I'm sorry. My bad. I know what you're talking about. Congress and Scott Avenue. That's Cobra yeah. Arcade Bar. Before that, if you go a little bit east on Congress, that's yep. fucking H2O and shit right there. Yep. I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> I know like, what been there, done yep. We were running on that kind of shit. That was big in the first I'm wow. like, okay, y'all turn it up, little too solid. Y'all fucking surprised me. I brought some really big artists out here, man. Mystic Roots, we had come out here, and that was yeah, actually, so that was like 10 years ago. I worked with Jamar on that show. I actually hired Jamar as the DJ for that show. That's how I met Jamar. It was me hiring DJ him. Jamar, so yeah. Yes, you already know. You already fucking Ritz know. Huge, That's man. before he was big, bro. I'm telling you, this was like Ritz, this fucking like, Ritz, Ritz, Ritz. Like, 
Bro, like this was like super what early stages. This was like 2012, I want to say, because this was like 10 years ago. I was 21, like I said. You got him right before you, yeah, Bro, yeah. Like before he went on his whole tip where he was getting big. He was a Rich the rapper, right. by the way. If y'all ain't heard, Rich is the shit. My, my yeah, fiance's probably out there right now, like, uh, like probably just like Rich. <laughs> she listened, she got him on a fucking playlist. Yeah, she he got a shit out of here. Bro, Rich I'm, big. You and West Coast, you heard about Rich. Yeah. <laughs> Something wrong. Talking I mean, artist sign was Strange, right? Yeah. So Rich is nah, signed. Strange is the probably the, I want to say one of what the is biggest Rich, favorites out here. What is Rich sign with Strange, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's what yes. I thought. Strange. 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 Yeah. Been with strange. Oh. Rich is strange. Some tech, tech, tech. But no, that's Tucson the other cool thing. Tech. Yeah, we oh. do. I gotta say, Tucson loves us some tech. We love us some strange music. Every time. Yeah, most people it's not know. a show you don't sell. All the juggalos come out, bro, and it's like crazy because that's. It's I didn't just... even know he was connected. When I like when I actually went to a Tech Nine show, I experienced his full like yeah. being on the West Coast. You're gonna see who really follows him. Compared to like like the post when you go East Coast, they like kind of fake like they, yeah. they they hype following. They following off of his name being big. They don't really now follow East followers been following him since before like a long ass First time. Fam. Text albums. I'm talking like wicked, wicked. Now it's on, now it's on. Yeah. I murder your whole city. Now they show me that here. Yeah. No, he puts he Fresno, puts on, California, like he's a West Coast artist, but yeah. He's just big. When you, when you know what he got, when like when you talk to actual fans, they have a a, a playlist like an actual history behind him. I I learned that about him. Like he's he he been doing this shit for longer than like twenty plus years. Though. Yeah, man. That's he's deep. A, he really is an OG like that. And the cool That's thing is too, man. All of us in the game right now too. It's like we're kind of getting the baton pass. You know, maybe it's indirectly or not, but like that's kind of the stage that we're at now. Yeah, because we're getting to be like where we're taking their places, like the older cast. We're not the youngins no more. We we are. We're on the borderline. We're on the cusp. I'll put it like the we're on the cusp. You know what I'm no, saying? No, yeah, yeah. The border but you know what I'm talking about exactly. Our border babies. Yep. That's what they call you. We on the, the border, yeah. babies. We we babies on the border. Trump hates us, babe. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I mean, That's fine. You want to get into that? That don't hurt nobody. I'm just I'm just we a bunch of mutts, though. I'll uh, tell you what. That's one thing. A lot of us is a bunch of mutts. We ain't just. But we just, do got, we brown, see. but we a whole lot of different brown. That's for sure. Yeah, Puerto know, Rican, yeah. Mexican, Dominican. We bo- we're border American. brown. And- no. <laughs> The I'm Mexicans show like, me, bro. They 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 really have a level. You got Mexicans out here, bro. You'll see this all day, brown. I, I ain't trying to throw it up. But I love saying, it. I'm just saying, you're like brown all day behind hey, bro, I love to see togetherness. Yeah. So when people know, like know how to be together, yeah, yeah, bro. I am. I am. Be like, yeah, bro. I am. They showed me like, deep, 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 deep in was, the streets. I was, in the day. I was a fucking hooligan back then. I was, I was like, <laughs> hooligan. Yeah. Yeah. And all these Mexicans fucking hate my ass because I'm fucking mulatto. You know? I don't know <laughs> fucking why. Like, Child 36 in motherfucking park, man. Uh, 36 Street. Yeah, man. I fuck with my south side. Ooh, man. Woo. 
They are now. I know my North Siders is like, what the fuck is that? I fuck with all y'all, motherfucker. I fuck with all y'all. I used to be a little brown rags, Sureña, fucking living on Street. That was it. Like, breakfast to but rolling on 36th Street. And I respected them. They respected me. It was a cool thing. was like, it was a family. That was it. It was always a family thing. All my girlfriends in high school were Latinas, Puerto Rico. Shout out to Arlene. No, bro, I've been here long enough to know. Like, yeah, boy. It's really like that out here, man. That's what we were talking about earlier, too, man, about just um, the Latin influence out here. You can't tonight because we're so close to the border of Mexico. Matter of fact, we're the biggest city with the biggest populace that's the closest to the border in the entire southwest region of this country. I so we've got a lot of shit going on out here. Nah, bro. I believe. Biggest city, closest Stop to the border. Man, we're we less than four board. hours away. Bro, and I'm telling you, I'll take you out to Puerto Penasco. My uncle is a huge realist. Come on, let's go. We'll do it. We'll do it, bro. Bring me... Stop playing with me. Bro, that's that's not Bring even an invitation. That's a promise, my nigga. That's not an invitation. That's a promise. Let's I got go. you, bro. I fucking Let's got go. you. Let's go. It's gonna be fun. Let's bro. go. This summer's the first I think time. my bartending do do kicked in. Passport? Yeah, my bartending no, kicked not in. Not in Mexico. They don't give they don't give uh rats. Man, y'all not understand it. Y'all got I love Mexico. I don't care about the stigma, fam. Mixed I've been to Pima County. Let me let me explain to you something. Go ahead. Go ahead. Chicanos and Pisces. Mm. You, say you, so? gotta, you gotta decide. Because no, you like to decide. Yeah. I, I I prove that I'm transcendent. I fucked with the Chicanos and the Pisces when I was in Pima County. Pisa. They both Pisa. They both <laughs> showed me love. Equally, like I understand that they had their own thing going on. But I respected yes. that. It is a separation, but it I is. respected it. But they fuck with me so heavy, like they dealt with me like I damn near was a ice out. Oh, if I that don't tell you something about this man, y'all. Like anybody from the streets should know, like it's real hard to get that kind of respect, Bro. that kind of loyalty, especially, especially in, in lockdown. Band. What? You know what I'm saying? If but when like, I walked in the door, it was like browns, paperwork fan. Two different types of browns respecting you <laughs> and loving on you. These motherfuckers, yeah. It was playing. Well, they run up on you real quick, too. Yeah. Fam, they, they, run, they run Mexicans. I don't care if you pay such a kind. They run Bison. the prison system in the West Coast. Yeah, they do. Facts. It's not Fact. a, it's not a question. It's not a debate. It's either Pais or Chicano in the, in the prison system. Sit. No, it's just, it's just a fact, bro. I, 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 you know, even though I spent like a little three months, I'm a not, that's not nothing to be proud of, but I, I understand jail, I understand politics. When you're on the West Coast, you're definitely dealing with Hispanics run the prison system, they run the streets too. That's not, I'm not. You know what I mean? I don't want, I'm not here to do that, but for sure, the Mexicans want shit. Like, for real, there's no way around it. Is, Especially if you want to talk about like fucking, fucking cartels. Like that, that's even a whole nother level. But for sure, like this is, and I appreciate culture. I love culture. Yeah, when I see, when I see unity, I fall in love with it. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if, and I heard stories about whatever they say they don't. 
I've heard people say they don't like black people. That's not the experience I've got. That's not the experience I get, man. Yeah. I lived on 12th in Utah. Okay. Boys yeah. love me over there, boy. Yeah. The Mexicans love me Let over me there. Let me tell man. you something. I grew up in the hood, south, in the streets, yeah. Brown Pride, Sutrese, you name it. Yeah. Mafiosos. Yeah. All the daddies yeah. were mafiosos. Like we, we were yeah. somebody. Barrio Locos, it is what it was. Yeah, it's it's all like, that shit. For real, crazy, East man. Riders, but they run that uh, shit in the jail, fam. Like and and, and back then we like it. It, we ran that shit here. But one thing about the Browns, the Mexicans, it doesn't matter. It don't matter if you white, it don't matter if you black. Like it's a respecting, it's a level yeah. of respect at the end of the Fact. day, because we're a family. Exactly. We're a family that we chose. Like you know what I mean? There's like your family, your family. blood, and there's the family you chose Fact. to be family. And anybody outside of that, like if you come with respect, you hold yourself with respect, you uptight respect, you get nothing but respect, and that's it. Fact. Bottom of the day. Like that's it. Fact. End of the day. Damn, nah, see, yep. She know. That's what it is, she bro. Know. It is. That's she what know. it is right I here. Do, I do. That's what it is right here, yo. Exactly. I do. That's what it was. That's, That's what it. I experienced. I, I didn't even know somebody told me. I was in there. It was like, nah, respect. That's why I know, like, something spiritually, like, black people and Mexican people got something. There's some kind of connection. It's a, I don't know what it is. It's like a, like I said earlier about subgenres, but it's a subrace too, because like Latin descent basically are just the Spaniards during like the transatlantic slave trade, right? And they dropped off Africans you here. Smart motherfucker. I, I, I read a lot. You are extremely <laughs> smart, bro. I just read. You just said you book deep. smart. I'm street smart. Sorry. Like you. I need another drink, y'all. I'll be right back. Yeah, absolutely. When the bartender is the host. I'll be right hey. back. <laughs> The transatlantic slave trade, so basically Bro. just like the Spaniards were in on it, right? Because Spaniards were also like conquerors also and colonialists as well as like white colonialism, right? Uh-huh. So therefore, like when it was like Europe that was conquering stuff, like Spain was part of Europe that was conquering things too. So like whenever like Africans were taken from their homeland yeah. and then made like slaves it was like a lot of africans were dropped off in like central america so that's like the panama canal right there all that shit bro and that's where mexicans and like latins became fucking mexican Asians became Asians because they're black folk you see Asian motherfuckers you already know you see Asian nigga you from not you from New Orleans like come on man you seen them bro like they're dark skinned but they're like come fucking on, they got latin descents too like you already know because like in New Orleans Correct me if I'm wrong, but y'all got like a lot of Spanish speaking motherfuckers too. Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans, you already know, right? Like Mid City. Whoever watching this, y'all from New Orleans, y'all know Mid City ain't nothing but light skinned New Orleans Mexican Spanish. Tell them, bro. Who? Somebody comment, bro. If y'all from New Orleans, Talk, talk about me and sitting in the Fort Walton. If y'all know, if y'all been through there, just let us know because you already know, like. What I'm talking about, it's bro, like, you that's fat. the shit. Yeah, that's the shit, I don't know bro. if you know what you're talking about. Just read, read history books, that's it. I've never nah. been to New Orleans at all, but like, I know. Like, yes, you talking some shit. Yeah. You, I grew up with these people. Like, I be looking at niggas like, they, you light-skinned, but your daddy, we be like, boy, you Spanish. You come from a Spanish. Spanish as fuck, right? Man, Spanish, reality, bro, they're real. fucking Spaniards. We like, joking, but they for real. Real, real daddy, like, bro. Yeah. yeah, man, with my fuck. Oh, Chad, 
It's a my, my partner. I went to high school with Chad. What up? Where you at? I know. Oh, he got, I see him right here. Okay. He got Creole in his family. My oh. partner Chad. I don't know if he in the comments or not. He got Creole in his family. That Creole yeah. shit is like Spanish That's French. That's like Central also, yeah. Yes, yeah, a Spanish That's French like mix. Also, yeah. Oh God, that boy talking facts right now, though. So Creole too, if I remember correctly. So that's like Central America also. So you've got like, let's see here. So you've got like Hades and then Panama. That's where. So my my fiance that she met. Hey. So my, her dad is full on Panamanian, bro. Like he's got a Panamanian accent. What are you about to say about Central America? Central America just from Creole, like you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> motherfucker, bro. But they know what's up though, too. They're the people that like when white people come to tour through, they're like, y'all owe us our fucking land back. They say that to them. I've seen that like like the behind the scenes interviews and shit. They're like, no, nah, like our fucking land, like our fucking land, and that's dope. You and watch ATL. You I've ever seen the show ATL. Say bro. Shout out to Childish Cambino. I've been trying to get on that show, bro. I'm not gonna lie, as an actor, yeah, because I've been trying to go to Atlanta, bro. If we go to Atlanta, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I've got a lot of connections out there, bro, with like my modeling people and shit. Like Atlanta's worth. They just saw Ozark out there, like Jason Bateman, like that. Was Atlanta? All in Atlanta. Not none of it was in Missouri. Ozark is shot in Atlanta. All of it, all all four seasons, shot in Atlanta. Not even Ozark Atlanta. is shot in Atlanta. They were the plot takes place in Missouri. And I say Missouri because I was in East St. Louis. Like, that's closer to Missouri. Samantha yeah. said, hi, I'm back. What up? I had a phone call. Oh, what up, Samantha? Yeah. <laughs> now we still, we still doing our thing out here. Absolutely. We got another track, too, to play with Jesus, the God that came, my boy Hardesty. And that's the, I was going to tell you, bro. All right, so everybody that's been watching, too. So, all right, so in the I was in the crowd. And, and, and Hardesty, too, right here. I'm, like, holding the camera. And he comes up right across. I'm, like, why do more rappers fucking do this? That's the best, like, footage you get is when you're, like, you know, you To Trader Joe's, and I told him to pull up to Trader Joe's. I used to steal out with Martin Lowe's. Now I'm smoking, I run south the cookie store. I know what it feel like to make some goals, but I know what the bottom feel like it's cold. Feeling out energy for some soul. I think the Lord I ain't there no more. Pull up to Trader Joe's, and I told him to pull up to Trader Joe's. I used to steal out with Martin Lowe's. Now I'm smoking, I run south the cookie store. I know what it feel like to make some goals, but I know what the bottom feel like it's cold. Feeling out energy for some soul. I think the Lord I ain't there no more. Said I took the chance. While you had your hand out, had to run up my bands Bitch, I'm a man now, I was in middle school I was a class clown, I don't wanna talk to you If you not a cash cow Last winter, I was donating plasma, scraping Change up for tobacco, getting locked up in accounting Baby mama tried to clown me, son, I felt like I was drowning That child support like a bounty, I once was lost, now I found me Now I know 
Why like can't you be happy for me for once? That's why I smoke me a lot of blunts What you say to me hurt me at anger front But that's why I keep counting these hundreds up They tried to kick me when I was down Try to resent me cause I'm a crown But I'm resembling Jesus Christ When I'm resurrecting up from the ground Pulled up to Trader Joe's And I told him to pull up to Trader Joe's I used to steal out Martin Lowe's Now I'm smoking, I run south the cookie store I know what it feel like to make some goals But I know what the bottom feel like it's cold Feeling out energy for some soul I think the Lord I ain't there no more <laughs> Pull up to Trader Joe's And I told him to pull up to Trader Joe's I used to steal out Martin Lowe's Now I'm smoking, I run south the cookie store I know what it feel like to make some goals But I know what the bottom feel like it's cold Feeling out energy for some soul I think the Lord I ain't there no more hey. So what, like, how many songs? Yeah. <laughs> you mean like put out or put just out, created? Yeah. Put, out, put like, out, like, you know. Um, Put out. in the studio and like actually recorded it. Probably close to 100. Damn. Wow. Shit. You got a favorite one out of all of them? Well, as far as putting out like videos or just yeah. iTunes, because I got more songs on iTunes and Spotify than I got videos. So I got about three projects. Total. total. Um, three. Let me see. About about three projects. Like three albums. Yeah, three albums. Three albums. Okay. Three albums for sure. And each project probably got like sixteen songs. What's your favorite song? What what hits the deepest? That's a good question, man. Um, <laughs> hey, guy, you got serious right now. Shit, that's on. A, that's a good question. Um, I would say, I would say, only reason why I say Trader Joe's mm -hmm. is because I got family members that like and my baby my child my seven-year-old liked it when she was fucking four and five years old when songs that i make transcend to four-year-olds and five-year-olds i feel like that that's bigger than it making it to adults because yeah. they're innocent yeah. yeah they have no clue when i say put up to trader joe's mm -hmm. and i used to do I used to sit like one more lows now I'm smoking that runs out the cookie store. I know that this four-year-old don't understand what I'm saying, but her feeling towards yeah. the song is bigger than the understanding of my message. Yeah. So she feel like she liked that song more than other people here. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the one. That's so, what's up. That, that's for shit right there. Yeah. 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 And if a lot of people can't understand that, then they ain't gotta get fuck up the channel. <laughs> 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 Thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, can you walk us through like your process when you when you're making a track or can you can you spit it right go to the studio and spit it like pop um shit what do you do pop didn't even go to the studio if you ever looked at pop's documentaries he spent a lot of time in the studio fam slept in there to the point where he had to kick people out because the people that was in the studio wasn't as serious as his crap as him. Yeah. Because when it's time for me to write, fuck y'all drinking and partying and whatever the fuck. Yeah. Because I, the I'm about to make dear mama. What are you doing? Get the fuck out the studio. Y'all drinking and partying. This dear mama song has nothing to do with drinking and partying. What are y'all doing here? Me, when I go to the studio, I specifically pay for the hour that I'm gonna be yeah. in there, so nobody's coming with me. Yeah. Now, if if you my kids and we got and my kids 
is in the city that I'm in, and we doing a song together. They come with me, but if I could find a babysitter, I would choose yeah. to get a babysitter because this is special to me. I don't yeah. have no time to bring my homies unless yeah. you on you on my song. Other than that, stay your fucking ass at home. This yeah. is a this <laughs> is some talk, yeah. it's like it's like fixing a car. Mm -hmm. If you rapping, if you sitting around drinking, smoking, and talking shit, mm -hmm. you're not helping me fix my car. Nope. Right. You a distraction. Stay your ass at home. I go to the studio by myself. I go to the studio with whatever's gonna inspire me. If it's not my kids, if it's not a person that's gonna be on the track, you're not coming. I don't just have people in the studio just to be there for the vibe. I don't need that. I'm in here to create. And I already actually, by the time I get to the studio, I pre, I've pre pre-producted to the point where I know all the words. So I don't even go in the okay. studio with paper or pen. Oh, okay. I so go with myself okay. and the microphone and the, in, and the engineer. And I, by the time I get to the studio, I know exactly what I'm going to say without reading the paper. I don't need a paper. By the time I get to the studio, it's like, you ready? Mm -hmm. I'm ready. Press that's record. That's artistic right there. A lot of people yeah. can't do that. A lot of people over here with the phones and shit and everything. You know what I mean? You could bring out just straight out of your fucking mind and shit, you know? Facts. Yeah, facts. How long you think it, from writing the shit to the studio, how long, how long is that process? In the past five years, I've been writing, like, I'm on the way to California doing whatever I do. Mm -hmm. So when I'm on the highway, it's a few producers that are sending me beats. They're sending me beats. I get it through my Gmail. I download it. It'll play through my phone. And through my phone, it'll play through the speaker on the, the, the car. Yeah. So while I'm driving, I put the beat on. That motherfucker hit. Mm -hmm. And as soon as it hit, it might say, I took a plane with about 10 P's. Yeah. You were lame if you ain't on me. Yeah. So when that... Like, if the beat come on and it tells me to say that, I can hear myself saying these things, Yeah, that's kind of what I stick with, you feel me? Yeah. Like, that's how my song's been coming up lately is that I just put the beat on, and as I'm on the highway, however I'm feeling at the time, I might be sad. I might have just got a call that I lost my cousin. Emotional shit take time for me to write to it. Like, if I, if I got a call that I, my cousin died, First thing I do is I deal with the emotion. Then once I'm finished with the emotion, then the song will come. Mm -hmm. Like on my drives, on my time when I'm crying, or by myself listening to instrumentals. That's when the song kind of like I listen to instrumental three, four times. By the fourth, if if I put the beat on and it touch me, it kind of instantly gives the words to the song comes up. But if I'm like, say for example, somebody like, yo, I want you to be on my song. I got this song and I want you to pay you $2,500 for three verses. I have to sit and absorb your vibe. Right. First, I got to feel where you coming from. You want to be on some party shit tonight. So I got to get in my party mode if I'm not already in it. Once I get in my party mode, it's like, yeah, I got something for you. <laughs> like it'll start coming. Like I'm listening to be like, oh shit, the words is coming. Like, but if sometimes it don't come that fast, sometimes the beat will come on, especially if it's a person that want me to feature and I'm not feeling they vibe, I kind of got a creative vibe. Right. I got to make it work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can so, feel that. We do that too, Bartok. 
Sometimes, man, you just gotta. We get it. We get everyone drunk and there's the fucking. Vibe <laughs> you know right what I'm saying? I'm like, shit. The vibe's not there. We need more drink, drink, drink. We need that drink. We need baby. a fucking. Like, you know what I'm saying? We need to make this hype, hype, hype. I know when I would uh, write music, I would kind of like take a few shots because it gets me better in my emotions. Yeah. And it was always like personal shit, shit I went through. And I would just sit there and just fucking write, write, write. Drink another beer and write, write, write. You write with a purpose. Yeah. That's that's important. Those are the artists that make top. it. Again. I have a bunch of shit. Brown skins. That I, don't, I don't even sing. I don't even rap, but most of them are rap now. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. All it takes is for the passions, you saying that alone, people like you just need to put it out. I know the the, the term all is, I don't want to be seen like this. I don't want to be heard like this. I want it to be perfect. Put it out. Just put it out. The last one I wrote was actually about my brother because he, he just got on all these crazy ass drugs and it was like mostly about wanting my real brother back. You know what I mean? It was it was kind of it was a, it was on a like a deep point when I let someone that's life changing shit. You know what I mean? That's the shit that we want. Yep, yep, yep. People yep. who listen to music, they want to hear shit that pertains to situations that nobody talks about. Mm -hmm. yeah. And when you talk, when you put shit out, I don't care if it's not perfect. I don't care if it's not the mix you want. It don't sound the way. Put it out. When you put it out, you'll figure you'll you'll understand. The people gonna tell you you. It's not you. Yeah. It's it's a world of people that have an opinion about some shit that you went through, and especially if it touch everybody. Is we living in a time where this is the 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 the, the era of, of information, so we all paying attention to whatever's on the internet. If you just put it out there in this in this series and it's real, it's gonna transcend. Nobody is, is like, you know what I'm saying? Like once you put that real shit out, it just goes. That's it. It, it just hits goes because people feel it. They feel it in their heart, their soul. It's not just a rhythm, a beat to get drunk to. Like mm -hmm. it hits them where that where it fucking like she just said where it. it hurts, where where it hits them right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can listen to that with people, without people. Like that's that's what people were looking for. Like they want to feel it. They don't want to hear it. They want to feel it. They want to feel your music. Feel you. Feel where you're coming from. Relate. So what do you, do you have? Like what? Okay. So what? What have you sacrificed to do? Like to be the artist that you are today? Like time, time with your family. You know what I mean? What? What is your greatest sacrifice to do all this stuff? And do you regret any of them? I love that question. <laughs> I really love that question. My sacrifice was time with my children. Mm -hmm. uh, when somebody inboxed me and was like, yo, you ready to come to Arizona? The time that they inboxed me, I had just got out of jail in Ohio. Um, when I was in jail, that was the first time I've been to jail multiple times. It's not something that I'm proud to say. That's just a, um, an example of fucking trial and error and somebody not understanding itself, making the same mistake more than once. That's 
you're clinically insane. What am I doing? Mm -hmm. So the last time I'm in jail in Ohio, I see my daughter, my, my kid's mom brings my daughter to jail on a jail visit. And, and, and it hit me like, are you doing this for, um, are you just doing this just to be fucking doing it? Or you, do you want to make something out of it, whatever you're doing? And then when I got out of jail, the guy hit me up and was like, <laughs> you just did time in jail. Are you ready to come to Arizona yet? Because he had been telling me for years, like, yo, come to Arizona. When you come to Arizona, the music, whether you making the music or not, the opportunities is better than Ohio. And this person was from Ohio, but he moved to Arizona years before me. He was telling me, like, just come this way. Whether you make it in music or not, you have a better life. And I didn't understand we were saying for four years. But the fourth year, I was like, out of all the shit I've been through in this state of Ohio, you might be saying something right because you born and raised in Ohio and you moved to Arizona. And your life ain't been the same since. So maybe I might need to take your advice. Mm -hmm. Got out of jail, flew out here and was like, yo, he was fucking right. Like, aside of the music, just economically, the difference from Ohio and Arizona was you you have a better opportunity in business no matter what you choose. It doesn't matter what you can sell fucking Sonoran dogs or you can sell real estate. You're going to be more profitable in the state of Arizona than the state of Ohio. Nothing against Ohio is just economical facts. This has nothing to do with your emotions or your feelings. This is numbers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't I don't go about how you feel about it. I want to know what's the 10-year factual history of economics of your city. This was the, the person that told me in the movie was telling me this was the fastest growing city in the United States. And I did my history and I learned like Tucson, Phoenix. These are places that people from Los Angeles is moving to Phoenix. Facts, yeah. It doesn't make sense for me to not move to Arizona right now. I don't care about the percentage of black people. That's irrelevant to me. What I want is what I want. And that was, he was like, all right, move it. I'm like, all right, I'm moving. And when I moved here, I experienced like, dog, <laughs> my minimum wage was $9 an hour in Ohio. And I moved to $12 an hour here. That's like a $3 jump off the bat. Something told me you probably need to try to make it work here. Right. And when I start working for working with the, like the local promoters, the people putting on shows, the biggest shows, I was like, yo, y'all have Rialto. Like that's a theater. It's not a lot of cities that have a theater. That was big to me. <laughs> like I seen who who was it? I seen um some some hippie cats, but they were they performed in the Rialto and they took a picture and I seen that picture and I seen the stadium and I seen the crowd. I was like, yo, that's big. That like that's big as fuck. And I paid attention and then um they were saying Nelly was coming. I was like, yo, if Nelly is coming. Nelly comes all the motherfucking time to Tucson, though. Yeah. Nelly yeah. comes all the damn time. I, I met him. He always comes to, to Paris. 
Yeah, to the fair. He's at the always fair. At the fair. I went backstage with him. Top both four, down harmony. four. I was like, they here all the time too. Got high with Arizona love them. Like <laughs> Arizona showed me that they still love rappers from my era. Like I'm an '80s baby. Bradley like, says she saw Master P there. Yeah, <laughs> that's big. You know what I'm saying for Arizona. I don't know. I don't, I'm like I'm from fucking way Louisiana. I don't know. But when I moved in, it was like, yo, these people coming like T Pain. I'm like, all right. T Pain's been here, baby. <laughs> like, y'all motherfuckers is bringing motherfuckers that's huge. Huge. Ice Cube kills it though. Every time he comes I, here, I, Ice Cube's one of my favorite. That artists. man, that man breaks the walls. Ice Cube. Iconic artist. Mm -hmm. So once I figured that out, I was like. It's not it's not that big of a difference from um, New Orleans, like a bigger city. I don't think the local people know that. Like they don't know they don't they kind of don't understand how like how like how great Tucson is. Like the local people will tell you, like, oh, like Mount Lemon is just a it's just a pile of rocks. In my head, I'm like, that's a fucking mountain, it's a beautiful mountain. It's beautiful. I don't see mountains where I'm from. It's a beautiful yeah. Hey, like you go up there, it's life changing. So I was like, yeah. It is. I'll stay here. It's completely it different. From Especially that. with a blood. <laughs> what? On the top of that mountain. What? Forget it. Life changing, yes. bro. Let me tell you. Life changing. Serenity. And you never knew serenity until you came here. I got high up there once. I got right off that cliff. I just sat there and I got high with one of my exes. It was beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yeah, Day, <laughs> night. I go, I used to go um, times with just like, you know, life takes over. I'd go up there and go rock climbing without the ropes. Just wherever I can get, how far oh, I can get shit. on my own, get down on my own oh, with this. my people. <laughs> like, bro, when you get as far as you can get up there, like, and you're like, oh, oh fuck, how am I gonna get that down? Shit crazy. That shit is like life hits you different. It hits you for real. <laughs> body body. Tell you, let me tell you. Indians can climb. We can. <laughs> we definitely can climb some fucking rocks. That's crazy. You native? I am native. I'm a okay. mutt, I tell you. <laughs> a <mutt. laughs> I'm a mutt like a motherfucker. I got a like couple last questions before we close it out. Uh, one of them is, uh, what have you done to work on your craft to make you the artist that you are today? Pay attention to the industry that I'm trying to be a part of. Say, for example, you was an architect. You will want to know who's the best architect mm -hmm. because you want to know what the greatest extent of whatever you want to do looks like. like I want to know who's the best at what I'm doing. Study what is, yeah, what does that look like? I'm an A's baby. So I grew up in the 90s. So in the 90s, who was the biggest artist? In like 95, 96, 97, 98, 99. I listened to Tupac. I listened to Jay-Z. I listened to DMX. I li By me being from New Orleans, you got to understand, West Coast wasn't as prevalent to me. Whatever I heard from West Coast, it had to be major industry number one shit. E40, Tupac, Be Legit, KRS, um, no, not that, I KRS one, um, Spice One. 
these these was the only artists that being from Louisiana, we was getting we wasn't local to Cali, but Cali ran the fucking rap industry in the early 90s. Yeah. Some of New York too. But being from Louisiana, we was presented with more West Coast than East Coast. We didn't hear more Biggie than we heard Snoop Dogg. We didn't hear more, I'm gonna say what, fucking Dots effects than we heard motherfucking. I mean, I, I say big, Bone Thugs and Harmony was Midwest, but we felt like they was West Coast just because they were signed to fucking Easy E. And when Easy E came out, yeah, ah. like we knew, we knew Dre, we knew, yeah, e, M, um, you know what I'm saying, um, fucking NWA, like we knew yeah. West Coast yeah. shit yeah. before we yeah. knew East Coast shit. Yeah. Not the, not to leave out the East Coast, but I'm just saying I grew up in New Orleans, fam. West Coast was more influential yeah. to us than East Coast. It wasn't until my high school years is when we started listening to more East Coast music. So that was my influence. Growing up was East, uh, more West Coast, and I guess local shit, um, local music. But so shit. growing up, that was it. What about now? Shit, right now, influential music has grown so much, and you heard so much from so many different coasts. I've been influenced from so many different people over the times that it's hard. Like I can say Kendrick, I can say Future, I can say, I can go down the line, mm -hmm. even with R&B, aside of rap music, just music in general influences me. It, it makes me want to make different shit. And I'm probably influenced by most of the, the elites. Anybody that's elite, like the top selling artists, I'm probably influenced by them. Even if most of their music is not healthy um, subconsciously or consciously, that's that's irrelevant because I love music in general, whether it's healthy or unhealthy. That's like food. I like McDonald's, but I also like healthy shakes. Yeah. I like them both. And I can't tell you Touché. Touché. for a fact that I like a McGriddle better than I like a healthy shake. It's the same. <laughs> I feel like McGriddle. You feel what I'm saying? Like uh, whatever unhealthy food you God like. God bless the man who made McGriddles, by the way. Sweet and right. They hit no like. <laughs> Yo. You want to Sorry, sorry. This lasted so long, guys. Tequila kind of hit. We start having a little hey, bit of fun. You I know? got a good combo. You know, you know. That's not baby. We got life right here, <laughs> livelihood, living good. good. Life, living life, good. Jennings. Life, life, Jennings. Life, Jennings. Man, he Absolutely. is. We're back to what you know about life. Oh. Yeah. Back to Dear Mama real quick. I'm sorry. I want to go back to Dear Mama. I'm like, I know that track by heart. That's my shit right there, bro. But I, I feel what you're saying about just, Don't just, you know I love you, sweet. Dear Mama. Yes. Ain't nobody classic with Steph. No Brandy Smith my daddy says there the is too many overrated there. people on the radio. He passed away and I didn't cry. 
Cause my anger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger. They say I'm raw and I'm hopeless. But all along I was looking for my father. He was gone. And it hung around with thugs. And even though we sold drugs, they showed a young brother lug. I do not own any of the copyrights of these late noise. <laughs> I do say, gotta say, say that again, for say legality again, reasons right, over here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Talk TV, we do not own right. any copyrights. <laughs> you know, for all the relevant folks at home over the last couple of years, obviously we've all been just simultaneously and collectively been experiencing the pandemic. So, how did the pandemic impact your music at all? Was it good? Was it positive? Was or it negative? It. Or like, was it more like you got to actually hone in your craft a little <laughs> bit more, and focus on it? it. Can I be honest? I turned up through the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I was the only motherfucker on the planes through the pandemic. Nah, tell it, tell it. I was on a plane, and it was just me and the stewardess. Like it was mist coming through the fucking air vents, and I was talking to the stewardess like, "This is have anything to do with COVID?" It was like. <laughs> Now, motherfucker, you never caught the plane in the morning, mother. Like, it's just the mist that's coming to, like, I was on You didn't catch plane, that red eye? Man. No. And the co- it, shout out to everybody that was independent, people that was, like, making their own money through the pandemic. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We all made so much motherfucking money because people start stop spending with corporations because they didn't know what was going on. Exactly. They had to like minimize and like actually like the word of like the phrase too, it sounds cliche, but it's very, very accurate and very relevant to the the pandemic for independent artists, which is it leveled the playing field. I know it sounds cliche. I know it sounds cliche, but that's like come up through the pandemic. You're not a hustler. It's the best. Exactly. The best way to describe it. That's funny. You say that. The reason why we asked this on the show is because artists have different like takes on it. Like, oh yeah, I was signed to like, you know, one of the big record labels, Universal, Interscope, like, uh, you know, Zodiac Records, Atlantic Records. If they're signed to major labels, obviously, too, especially in this day and age with the digital age, it's like a whole different ball game. But like if you're not signed to a re- major label and you're doing some more like Macklemore shit, which is just completely strictly independent, you're like, nah, I was making cash fucking money. Ask my fiance, too. I would say that same exact same too, bro. Like say the exact same thing. I was like, bro, that was some of the most successful years of my life. Some of the most successful years of my life was when 2020 hit. I was getting all the modeling shit, bro. Like, cause like no, yeah, because everybody that was reaching out to me was like, bro, I had this like do-rag thing. Most people know because you're on our show. Like, I could talk about it. Like, people that follow me, I've been a model for a while. That's how we met, fucking modeling. You know what I mean? My modeling thing, I was getting model jobs from like Hawaii and shit, like modeling do-rags and shit. And I was making all like bread, bro. And it was crazy. What? That was the first bro. two months of the pandemic, bro. What do rag was you fucking? <laughs> you went for me. You want to see some right of this shit? Oh, you want to see some? Oh, shit. Bro, it was Uh-oh. like designer do rags, and I'm not even. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not even. I'm not even. Way more back than they thought. Paul Mitchell. Paul Mitchell. Line of do rags, bro. And I was on that shit, and they were like, "You're gonna be our Stephon Curry, light skinny and representative of this shit over here." And I was like. I got you. <laughs> Show me. Because you look fucking familiar. Shout out, Stop. Motor City Kings. Motor What's City, up, what up, bro? bro? We're going to see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Motor City, we got your battle coming up on Saturday. But, hey, just to end the show, though, real quick, y'all, we do got to send it off on the proper tip, which is shout hey, out Motor City, man. Shout, hey, out, Motor shout City. out Motor City. Shout out Motor City, too. Because Hardest Humphrey came through. 
He showed us a lot of love over here, and we're just very appreciative, very grateful hey. that you're on the show, my brother. Absolutely, man. You're doing your thing out here in Tucson, my brother. Like Thank I said, real. too, like, you know, not on any dick Thank riding you, shit, but if you guys notice, like, you got He's artists still, like... You got you got artists like Hardesty Humphrey out here that come out to a city that he's not known, came out here for a record deal, you know, he did his own independent thing instead, which is even more of a profound thing to just recognize. Not only that, but since he stayed out here, he's already done his thing, no support from the local, because he's not a local from Tucson at all whatsoever, and he's still been doing his thing out here, y'all, and he's still killing it, still making everything, like, we'll just work for himself, too. I just got to give a shout out to that real quick, bro, because you, bro. that's... A very lesser known thing out here. Most of these artists out here y'all see in Tucson, they're not originally from Tucson. They just came out here. And I just want to highlight and capitalize on that too. You got to give credit where credit is due. That's it. You've been, you've been killing that. it out here, bro. And you've been like working Thank harder you, than a lot of artists. So artists that are even from here, you've still been like even outshining them, bro. Like not to compare or contrast, but it's like, yeah. I always got to yeah. see it like that. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Everybody Jesus that's out to here, God, in, Jesus to God, Jesus to God. Oh, yeah. thank you, Keep looking out, because this brother right here is like one of the hardest working brothers I've ever seen, and that's the crazy wow. thing. I never we we worked together, and then we didn't get the proper introduction until tonight, and that's and that says a lot too, because it's like usually I gotta meet somebody before I put them on, but I saw this dude has raw sheer talent that is just undeniably just brilliant this guy right here yes, sir. and i relate to him a lot too because i produce my music and know how to like play keys and like play piano and stuff and that's something yeah. that most artists gotta yes, recognize yes, too yes, it's like yes, one yes. man band right here y'all one man talent band. yes so talent way, way bigger more of a just like an elevated degree with his mindset and just his work ethic dedication to music his passion it it like completely subsides. It's up there with the gods. Most motherfuckers are just demigods where they're half gods. This motherfucker's a whole god. There's a Jesus reason. It's Jesus god. Jesus big G, not god. little G, not demigod, not little G, big G. Jesus the god. Make sure you capitalize that shit. Far Top TV, this is Bob Phillips, Daniela Ramon over here, and then Jesus the god, and then Jacob Romo. Shout out over here also. Absolutely.